I said, well, hell, I got it going on then. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Reload Podcast. My name is Kyle Boone, and I am your host today. With me, we have a special guest, Kyle Cox, associate to the editor at Pistols Firing, uh, full-time contributor, part-time payer. Uh, Cox is a vital piece of our Pistols Firing team, does basically everything, does a little wrestling sometimes, he does a little football, does a little recruiting, does a lot of editing, does a lot of stuff behind the scenes that not everyone sees. So really glad to have him on. Cox, what is going on? This Is this your first uh, This is your first podcast appearance, right? Yeah, this, okay. is, uh, this is my first one uh, with you, at least. What, what episode is, number is this one? I think we're on six. Six. Yeah, Lucky six, I guess. Sc- scooting right <laughs> along. Scooting right along. Yeah. So uh, we are going to hit on some recruiting stuff because I'm telling you what. Early signing period is officially a week away, and it has really snuck up on me. Uh, mm-hmm. Recruiting has kind of taken off just in the past week. Gundy has been helicoptering all across Oklahoma, all across Texas. Really, really interesting. There's some, you know, I think there's a lot of moving parts as signing day nears, which is always really, really interesting. So we're going to get into some of the moving parts. Some players that OSU is targeting late in the process. Maybe some players that OSU might lose. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive right in. Uh, first, we're gonna recap kind of a, a big visiting weekend that OSU had last weekend. OSU had ten recruits on campus, and the headline that we wrote on Pistols Firing was it was a big recruiting weekend, and I mean that literally. Uh, mm-hmm. All five of OSU's offensive linemen visited um visited for official visits what do you think about osu's offensive line class i mean they've got tyrese williams jacob farrell hunter woodard hunter anthony bryce bray i I can't do the math off the top of my head but i think it's uh, over a thousand pounds worth of of big guys coming into into osu next year i i think i'm I'm really just excited to see how these guys pan out and how josh henson you know finishes up his first full year I guess you can call it a first full cycle as as the O line coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to be the you know obviously a good coach. We, everybody knows he's a good recruiter from his time you know back at LSU and, right. and before that. But I'm really excited to see what he does with these guys and and be good to get a, a, a some actual depth uh, moving forward uh, yeah. for whoever is uh, going to be slinging the rock uh, in Stillwater. It's so weird because. Uh, like Henson literally recruited an entire offensive line. Like, right. Tyrese Williams is a is basically a center. Jacob Farrell is a right tackle. Hunter Woodard, uh, kind of a tweener. He can play pretty much anything. He's he's gonna be probably play guard. Bryce Bray can play uh, left tackle. I mean, I kind of like what he's doing because it seems like that you know Josh Henson has a, a knack for kind of making sure that all his players are gonna be versatile. A lot of them mm-hmm. play in practice. They play multiple positions, and you know we saw this year that that was obviously a good thing because they had so many injuries. Sure, um, I really like that though. I I mean, you know, his first year to bring in five dudes 
who, you know, I think are probably all going to be really good. I guess you can always say that. But, yeah, yeah, I I think that's really interesting that he's bringing in all five. And, like, unlike previous coaches, offensive line coaches specifically, they recruited them early. They committed early. They have remained committed throughout the entire process. And Mm -hmm. by all indications, they're planning on signing next week. I think that's a good thing. You know, it's something that – uh, a, a lot of previous coaches, Adkins most notably, could mm-hmm. just simply couldn't hang on to him. They always flipped to Texas A and M or or Arkansas or wherever else. So who who are the other off- or the the other commits who made a visit this past weekend? Uh, let's see. We had uh, Jamil Jeter and uh, running back, running back, yep. Candy Williams. Yep. So we need some help with the secondary. Yep, safety. Uh, Blake Barron. Mm-hmm. Linebacker from uh, linebacker Rockwall. And let's see. And he's got a now he's got a, a teammate that they're. Is that right? Uh, yes. Who's the cornerback uh, that yeah. they're trying to? Um, oh my goodness! Blake Barron has a teammate who's actually has two bro- a brother. Anthony Orgy is the 2019 prospect. And then his his older brother, uh, Alston Orgy. Actually, I have that backwards. Um, they're both Rockwell standouts. They both have OSU offers. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain that neither are particularly interested in OSU, although they <laughs> do have offers. Um, the 2018 prospect, I think, is is I think that ship has sailed. But uh, the 2019 kind of tweener safety slash linebacker slash maybe star linebacker at OSU. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's quite ruled OSU out. I do I do think that the other woman has though. So, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of talent in Rockwell Rockwell specifically. Uh, Jarek mm-hmm. Bernard was another prospect who who visited this past weekend. Louisiana safety, really talented, committed early in the process and has remained committed. Uh, the last one I want to talk about: Sean Michael Flanagan, a mm-hmm. wide receiver slash safety, uh, six foot two prospect. From Charleston, Arkansas, and um, you know, you know, Gundy likes those two-way players. Oh, you better believe it. Yeah, hopefully he plays. He's probably got a poster of him up in his in his office. I I just hope he plays some you know special teams or something. You know, I I think they need a boost in the special teams. Maybe they need to recruit uh, guys yeah. to specifically place. I don't know. What do mm-hmm. I know about special teams? <laughs> Anyways, Flanagan has been committed to Arkansas for a really long time. He held an offer from OSU early in the process. Um, so when you're going back and looking at some of those photos from this past weekend, you see all nine of the of the commits who were on campus, and then you see this guy kind of hanging in the corner, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a low key thing. Like I, I talked to some people who were not like super willing to be like, oh yeah, that's Sean Michael Flanagan. Yeah, he made a visit, but he was on an official visit. Like he's he's still committed to Arkansas. Right. Um, OSU recruits are coming at him hard. Uh, I mm-hmm. talked to one who said that they are convinced that they swayed him this past weekend that OSU is the place to be. Um, the OSU coaches have been on him really, really hard over the past couple weeks, especially since Brett Bielema was fired. Uh, Chad Morris, the new Arkansas head coach, made an, made an in-home visit earlier this week. Um, but this is a name that that uh, I think OSU fans should watch. And I, I, I wrote a post about it on, what is today, Wednesday? I wrote mm-hmm. a post about it on Wednesday, and people are, 
are like losing their minds that he's not a five star and and they're really disappointed. Yeah. What do you, what do you think of that? I mean, this kid would be like the third highest rated recruit in the twenty eighteen class. Yeah. Well, first off, can we can I announce a little breaking Twitter news? Do it. Do you, do you have like a sound effect for that or anything? Uh, yeah. I've got yeah. That's my awesome. Uh, that's okay. My dinner. So, Sean. Yeah. Flanagan, Michael Flanagan. Yes. Liked C.J. Moore's tweet. Oh snap! It's on. About. Okay. So, that's really until dramatic. his most recent like. So yeah, that's breaking stuff. But yeah. Oh man. It pretty much uh, affirms it. Wow. Officially. Done deal. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, like you said, he. I think he's uh, twenty two four seven has him as a three star, but I think Rivals has him as a four star. Yeah. If I they do. If I remember. Yep. So I mean, I mean we're not. Well, I mean, I don't know what people are expecting. I guess they maybe they thought Dax Hill was 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 flipping or something, or or uh, Proctor or something. Well, know, but this whole thing started. Well, uh, it started when he visited, obviously, but then it actually came to light when I wrote a post about it, just saying that he uh, he was one of the unnamed visitors. Then C.J. Right. Moore tweeted about it on mm-hmm. Tuesday, saying that he knows something that about the OSU's about OSU's 2018 class that no one else knows. Mm-hmm. So then I wrote a post just saying like I'm pretty sure he's talking about this based off what I've heard from other people. And so now uh it's kind of like just Sean Michael Flanagan watch like everyone's trying to wait and see mm-hmm. what he does next because I think it might be the next pawn to fall before signing day. Um but but clock's ticking like I said there's one one week away until mm-hmm. signing is like you know, I, it would be an official it'd be a sign. huge get a huge get for the, especially for, for if they could, especially if they could get him to sign early. If that right. was the case, I mean, that would be a huge get for OSU. Yeah, uh, they're not out here. I mean, sure, you'd like to get some, some five star guys, but I mean, how often do we see five star guys there that don't transfer in? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so we're gonna do a little fun segment. We have a uh, Christmas wish list that I wrote uh, a few weeks ago. So we're going to play a little Naughty or Nice a Christmas edition, and Cox and I are going to decide if OSU's been naughty or if they've been nice. So if they've been naughty, uh, then then OSU is not landing the recruit. If they've been nice, then we kind of think OSU might be in a good spot. So uh, we'll start off here with the first name, and a name that uh, we still don't know how to pronounce, but it's Hakey Woods Jr., a cornerback out of Pima Community College in Tucson. Three-star prospect. He's a junior college transfer. Uh, what do you think? Oh, you've been naughty or nice there? I'm going to say they've been nice. They've been I, nice. I think, that, I think so. I think uh, he's, for one, they need they need him. They need some experience uh, at that position. And there's a, they, they can offer a Big 12 school. You know, Big Twelve uh, coming up against some of these Big Twelve offenses, mm-hmm. and more importantly, a chance to play early because uh, obviously OSU needs to add depth at the corner position. So bad. I, I think I think so. I like it. Bold prediction. Philip Slavin agrees with you, by the way. Okay. He says that OSU is in a good spot with Hakey. I'm really not sure what to feel on Hakey because he visited OSU a few weeks ago. Um. I thought that OSU was in a good spot at the time. <clears throat> They're battling with Oregon. And mm-hmm. uh, 
since his visit, he's really cooled, and I, I think it's kind of a mutual thing. I think OSU coaches are going the other way, and and Hakey's going the other way. Uh, he visited this past weekend. He visited Cal. He's visiting Utah this this upcoming weekend. Um, so I'm gonna go naughty here. I'm gonna say OSU does not get Hakey Woods. So Marcus Arroyo is turning this back on us, basically. No, I don't think Arroyo gets him. I think Cal gets him. <laughs> That's my guess. Oh, you think so? Okay. I, I'm gonna go off the board and go with Cal. Cal. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go off the board. Okay, so next one, Big Saucy, Taylor Humphrey, a four-star defensive tackle from Hutchinson Community College, six foot five, three hundred fifty pounds. A lot of people are saying he's like the next big thing coming out of junior college. Um, right now, two four seven Sports is projecting him to go to Florida International of all the places mm. um, because his little brother is committed to Florida International, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. OSU, naughty or nice here? Uh, it's um, it's going to be a naughty. It's going to be naughty for me. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think there's probably a better chance that he goes to Florida International than Oklahoma State at this point, which is sad oh, to say. That's so disheartening. <laughs> Not necessarily just based on the programs, but I mean the whole brother. Well, like you said, we'll get into that. But yeah, I, if if he's going to, you know, go somewhere else, I, I you know he's got offers from Alabama, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. It, it'd be quite a quite a, a steal if OSU ended up with them. I, th- I think they're going to be naughty on this one. Yeah. Um, so if he, if he commits to Florida International, are, are bags being dropped? Like, what's happening? <laughs> real, real question. I, I mean, I literally don't understand, like, why why you would go to Florida International. Anyways. Um, I mean, there's a uh, – where is it? I mean, <laughs> this is sad. Where is Florida International? What city is it in? Uh, it's in, it's in that- Florida. It's in Florida. Where, yeah. <laughs> no, what I, city is it? I have no is idea. Is it close to Disney World or? Uh, Florida is always. I mean, I'm trying to think Disney of Disney World. Sure. Everywhere in Florida. Okay. Well, there's always a beach. Pretty much it. You can drive to the beach like yeah. an hour away. So I mean, there's. I'm just trying to think of reasons why. There's plenty of reasons why, like you know, someone his age would rather be in Florida than Stillwater, I guess. But yeah. Other than football. <laughs> I think I think the biggest reason is because John Bolding. His younger brother is committed to Florida International. I think that would be the only reason why he would commit there. Next, yeah. um, so I'm actually going naughty as well. I don't think they land him. Next on our list, John Bolding, his younger brother. Bolding is a high school senior. He's a two-star recruit, offensive lineman mm-hmm. from Klein Oak High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bolding is largely seen as a package deal. Um, right. I think the two have made it pretty clear that they want to play ba- play football at the next level together, um, which which has basically led to Bolding, a two star recruit, picking up offers from OSU, he's picked up offers from Florida National, Southern Miss, Alabama has offered him uh, in mm-hmm. hopes of trying to get both he and Humphrey, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's partly why Humphrey is projected to commit to FIU is because. Bolding committed to FIU early in the process. Do you right. think? I mean, I, I think the only way that OSU gets Bolding is if Humphrey and he both decide that they want to go to OSU. But what what do you think about Bolding and Naughty or Nice for OSU? Uh, I'm gonna make a Bolding prediction. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that Nick Saban convinces Big Saucy oh. to. Split the sauce, oh. and 
OSU's extended offer gets gets picked up by Bolding uh, when uh, Big Saucy goes goes to Tuscaloosa. Okay, so you're you're thinking Bolding comes to OSU, but not Humphrey, right? And OSU has the offer out there, and then maybe they get burnt sauce. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. I I don't know how um, coaches and the behind the scenes recruiting process works, but I have a feeling that OSU's offer only stands if Contin- hum- yeah yeah right. it, only if Humphrey is willing to commit, but. Who knows? I could be wrong. For now, he's still committed to FIU. I'm going to say he either sticks with FIU or flips to Alabama, and he and Humphrey both go there. That's my guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a naughty for OSU. I don't think he's getting them. Uh, next on our list, Lynn J., Lynn J. Dixon, a four-star running back out of Butler, Georgia. Uh, Dixon is a complete stud, 2018 recruit. Five foot eleven, 180 pounds, just a speedster. Uh, previously committed to Tennessee, and he backed away from his Tennessee commitment uh, after Butch Jones was fired. He is actually committing, or not committing, he's visiting Oklahoma State this weekend. Um, so, what do you say, Lynn J. Dixon, naughty or nice? What do you think? Um, I'm, is there a what's what's in between? I have to pick one, don't I? Uh, no, you don't have to pick one necessarily. I'm, I'm going to say closer to. To naughty, okay, but yeah. but mainly not mainly, but partially because of the loaded running back group they have right. now, and he probably would have looked you know considered OSU a little harder, but then he saw what the last Georgia running back did. He showed up, played really well, and then got benched. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's like, I got to get some carries, man. And then you got a, this guy from Canada who hasn't even seen the field yet. So yeah, don't worry about him. There's not a there's not a lot of there may not be a lot of, of snaps to go yeah yeah i can see that i can see that so you're going you're officially going naughty there uh naughty i guess okay official all right uh i'm also going naughty i don't i don't think osu has a shot but they do they do have a chance to woo him this weekend in stillwater um i'm not convinced that osu can pull it off i would love to be proven wrong um Lin Jay is, is a, you know, he's a complete freak. He has a bunch of offers from SEC territory schools. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my guess is he either flips back to Tennessee, commits to Tennessee again, which would be baffling. Um, mm-hmm. But my, my actual prediction, I think, is going to be Clemson. I think Clemson pulls him out and, uh, and steals his commitment in the, in the final days. So OSU, naughty there. I think they have a chance, but they, they don't end up closing the deal this weekend uh last on the post list we've got a few others that we're, we're going to add to this list uh defensive end azur kamara and yes i definitely said the name totally correct don't look it up mm-hmm. uh <laughs> he's an arizona western college defensive end junior college top 100 recruit out of junior college got a bunch of offers his uh teammate is patrick mccone a linebacker at OSU who totally disappeared this year. What do you think about Kamara? Uh, I'm going to go nice on this one. Okay. I think I think OSU pulls it out. I think uh, Joe Bob gets his guy, and uh, yeah, I'm going to go nice. I like it. Okay, we've had a lot. We, we've had way too many naughties. This is not right. You just got to be more positive. Pod listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so let's run through a few more because I think that we're we're getting into like nice territory a little bit here. Um, there's a few <laughs> other wish listers that probably should be added to this list, and uh, so we're gonna go ahead and do it. Cornerback offers. Uh, we went through Heike Woods. Um, there's another one that is is really interesting to watch. Tanner McAllister, uh, out of Texas, Dallas Metroplex area. McAllister was previously committed to Arkansas. Gundy made a visit to him in a helicopter on Wednesday mm-hmm. afternoon, and two four seven is projecting him that he'll be uh, Oklahoma State bound. What do you think about McAllister and OSU's chances there? Um, I think uh, the combination of the helicopter visit and the again talking about the chance for early playing time. Yeah. I think that's going to spell a nice Christmas for Pro OSU with, with McAllister. Oh boy, that'd be a big one, I think. And they, just because it's a big, it's a big uh, need for OSU moving forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the thing is, I think I think that they've got their dudes at cornerback right now. I think Rodarius is probably set for next year. AJ Green is yeah. definitely set for next year. But yeah. you know, something that they have sorely been missing is depth at cornerback they've had to bring in these grad transfers it's worked out pretty good recently it did not work out well this year the clemson grad transfer adrian baker um osu kind of mutually parted ways with him and that was kind of a it's not a raw deal but it's just one of those things that's Mm -hmm. kind of a bummer that it didn't work out because i think it could have worked out but it didn't um well that's another thing is you look at just go two to three years four years ago at how many guys they missed on in recruiting. Um, they had a couple seniors on the roster that didn't see the field right this year. Um, it, basically green and Williams played just about every snap down the stretch. So, yeah. Um, is, I mean, did they miss that bat on Darius Curry? I mean, Malik curse was a, was a transfer, but he's been there for a couple of years. And of course they lost, like you said, they lost uh, Baker and then uh, Madre Harper for whatever disciplinary Yep. issues it was but yeah i mean you gotta you gotta recruit these guys every year so how do you go through that stretch where you either miss on guys or don't get guys uh, that's that's something they've got to like you never know it's a, a rolled ankle we saw that with ashton lampkin he, right. he was always hurt so it's a rolled ankle away from you know ramon richard starting as a true freshman so you you gotta have you gotta take at least one or two guys that are you know you can reasonably expect to, to make a difference every year right yeah, and even when Malik Curse committed, that was still like a what what exactly are they doing type yeah. thing. Like I don't think anyone was overwhelmingly excited about that and and maybe it was something that OSU coaches saw that they liked and it just didn't pan out or Right. I I don't know what the deal was, but really interesting um and obviously Madre Harper that was a kind of a raw deal too where uh, I, th- I think they probably thought they were going to have him for four years and they have him for one and a half, and he's just kind of like a problem child. Um, yeah. So maybe they're better off. They've, they've definitely got enough spots this year to take in a bunch of cornerbacks. Um, what do you, mm-hmm. do you think there's three spots or two spots or one spot at cornerback? Like, where do you think that they draw the line? I mean, if, if Tanner McAllister says he's ready to go and Heike Woods says he's ready to go, do they just pick? one of the two or do i mean at this point do you think you just kind of take both 
I, I would take both at this point. I don't know what the I, the exact number is on their on who they've got all committed, but right. if they have room for it, I think like we, what we talked about, they they need depth. So I think at this point, you maybe not every year, but I think at this point, if you got three guys that you really like, you know, you take them. Yeah, so. yeah. I th- I think I'm I'm with you on that. I think that. Um, you know, I, I think last week I was kind of thinking that they probably are going to take one and just whoever commits first is is on the board. But I think if Hickey Woods changes his mind, commits to OSU, and then McAllister flips, I think that they would probably take both is my guess. So that will be really interesting to see. Really interesting to watch the uh, the period that is leading up here to signing day is, is getting really, really interesting. Gundy has been at a different location every day this week. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's really hitting the recruiting trail hard, um, which I think is good to see. Maybe they've, they've, maybe they've upped the uh, recruiting budget because he seems to yeah. be taking the swag copter everywhere well, he goes. I was going to say, does, does the University of Tennessee have its own helicopter? Because I'm kind of curious if that was uh, Work that maybe in. a negotiating, negotiating uh, a point there, like give me an academic center, give me a raise, and I need the helicopter rides <laughs> wherever I want. I mean, do they? They don't own a helicopter, right? They're like no, they like rented it out. Like he's he's renting he took it out. a selfie and was like class act from from these dudes, <laughs> um, the guys in. They Tulsa. need to have Air Air Cowboy Two or whatever. It needs to be the. The, the pistol Pete helicopter right yeah. but how long does it take to, f- to fly a helicopter to Dallas though that's got to be um I don't <laughs> I don't feel like you would take it that far I mean I don't no. know I, I'm not a helicopter extraordinaire but that seems like a really <laughs> far drive to to go yeah I okay could be wrong. Well, so maybe that makes sense to rent them out when you get there but yeah yeah um so let's, yeah. let's preview the r- recruits planning to visit this upcoming weekend They've got. They had ten this past weekend. Uh, defensive tackle Israel Antwine is coming up to Oklahoma State. Javion Cardwell, a cornerback out of Chibolo Steel, is coming up. Um, let's see. They got Lynn J. Dixon, the uncommitted running back out of Georgia. Tyler Lacey, defensive end out of Sachi. Sash. How do you say that? Satchese. Uh You should know more than I do. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll roll with it. Satchese. That's not that right. Uh, all my Texas people here are gonna hate me. Uh, <laughs> G- Gabe Limbs, Gabe Lemons out of Cop Cop L is is coming up to Oklahoma State. Colby Peel uh, making his official visit. Jason Taylor, an in-state safety, is coming up. C.J. Moore is coming up. Jonathan Shepard, a wide receiver, coming up. Jake Ross, their tight end, junior college tight end, is coming up. So there's a lot of really big names coming up this weekend for official visits. will be really interesting. Um, I think what I'm probably most interested in is just to see kind of how the Lynn J. Dixon running back situation mm-hmm. unfolds because my expectation is that he stays in his region. Um, but just getting him for an official visit is really big. Um, yeah. you know, and, and if they make a good impression, like when JD King visited, made an official visit from Georgia, uh, last cycle, I did not think that OSU had a shot just right. because, you know, it's a long way away, but he fell in love. Uh, he, he tweeted out, you know, OSU is my home and he stuck with his commitment from beginning to end. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if that has anything to do with the Royal. I would say yes. 
probably. But uh, they don't have an Arroyo on on the staff now, so I don't know if that's possible. But uh, that's probably the thing I'm most interested in watching. Who is who's maybe the name that you're most interested in in seeing visit this weekend, or maybe one of the storylines that you're going to keep an eye on this weekend, just recruiting wise. Well, um, he's already committed, but uh-huh. uh, Cardwell, Javion Cardwell, yep. I think is going to. I'm actually writing about him for a post tomorrow. That's and your boy. He's he looks pretty good in my uh, very short amount of uh, YouTube and Huddle research, but uh, he looks like he's got some athleticism and, and decent coverage skills. So maybe like a AJ Green light, or maybe a maybe more. I don't know, but. Uh, I think again because we keep going back to it, but it, it's another position where they need, where the need is there, and I think he could play early. So yeah, uh, I think I think I think that's an intriguing one. Uh, let's see who else did we say they had. Uh, uh, who else was? Uh, I'm sorry. Who else did you say was? Gabe Lemons, Tyler Lacey, Colby Peel, uh, Jake Ross, Israel Antoine. Let's see, Lin J. Dixon. Antoine. Yeah, Antoine. I think Antoine's might be like a little under under the radar guy. I think he might be pretty good. Yeah, he might be really good defensive tackle. Uh, yeah, Adam Kemp of the Oklahoman wrote a really cool story on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that was probably a month or two back, but we had Adam on and he was awesome, just explaining, you know that. You know, Antoine's full story is is really really interesting, and the fact that he's a legit Division One prospect is just like borderline miraculous. And mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see Antoine because it seems like he's really uh, motivated to kind mm-hmm. of prove people wrong that you know maybe people passed on him uh, just based on his history and you know his story, and it'll be really interesting to see. I, I heard him on. Uh, he was on a uh, local Oklahoma City uh, radio morning show with him and his dad. Actually, oh, yeah. uh-huh. about a month or so ago, and they, he inter- he was interviewed on there too. And he was it was it was pretty interesting because when he uh, who was he committed to originally? Uh, he was committed uh, to Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. Ole Miss that's right. And uh, his dad talked about how he had he made him make the phone call himself because a lot of people wouldn't do that. Their dad yeah. or mom would do it. That's and uh, but he seemed like a you know. A, you know, straight shooter kind of guy's dad, and yeah. and Israel seemed like a, a pretty well adjusted, you know, kid for his age. On right. top of everything else, so yeah, I'm just it's one of those guys you just kind of want to pull for anyway, you know. Yeah. But I, I think he's going to be pretty good. Yeah, and I I personally just like the fact that you know they've got another in-state kid. I think it's huge that they pull sure. in-state kids because whether the talent is there or not, and obviously the talent's there with Antoine. I think there's a big. Um, I think I think it's a huge factor just that, you know, kids from Oklahoma, if they grew up Oklahoma State fans, they want to beat all the teams that OSU wants to beat, obviously. Like, I mean, yeah. I think when it comes to Bedlam, they want to beat the snot out of OU. I think that's really right. cool. I think it makes the rivalry cool. Um, so, yeah, that's just a little bit – it means more to, to cut a phrase from the SEC. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so OSU's early signing – period starts next week everyone is expected to sign early sans for Jalen nolan who is kind of like uh in limbo right now he's still committed to osu do you think that would be a big loss if he ended up decommitting and going to play elsewhere or what what do you think about Jalen nolan J- nolan for a background who the who for those who maybe don't know 
He's had multiple knee injuries in high school, Mm -hmm. has played very sporadically over the past two seasons. He's a dual-threat quarterback, um, and a lot of people believe that maybe he wants to decommit because OSU wants to put him at corner. Uh, Maybe he wants to play somewhere else at quarterback Mm -hmm. and see if someone will give him a shot. He tore his ACL last year. OSU offered him kind of under the premise that, hey, we'll take you in even though you kind of have some injury history and uh, Mm -hmm. you can come play corner for us. You're really talented. He's obviously really athletic, um, breaking a lot of school records just as far as rushing and passing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I kind of don't think it would be a huge loss if he were to to part ways. I don't know. What do you What do you? Think? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know a ton about him specifically, but just from his the whole situation, right? Uh, I haven't watched him, yeah. But you know, the you don't want to. I'm sure it happens some, but you don't want to have somebody come in under false pretenses. Yeah. Obviously, they're not they're not offering him as a quarterback, but you know, who knows how what things are said, you know, on, you know behind the scenes and stuff. So you don't want someone coming in there that's not going to be happy and cause issues. Not that OSU couldn't handle something like that, but, um, and if, and if he truly wants to play quarterback and OSU doesn't want it for that, then it's probably better for him anyway. So right. it's hard to, it's hard to say, especially when they're these athletes, you know, you kind of, you're not really sure what you're going to get when they call, you know, the designated as athlete, you know, right. he exactly. could be some stud or he could be some tweener that is a four year special teams guy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no offense against that, but you know, you know what I mean. So. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the kid hasn't played cornerback in high school, so they'd be moving him over. It's it's basically like a Ramon Richards situation, yeah. where like you know he played quarterback in high school, talented enough to play at a different position, but it's still like a it's it's a gamble on both ends. Just just sure. the fact that you know he's never played corner before and uh, he's taking a chance on himself there. So the last name I want to get to Mario Goodrich, uh, four star. Former Nebraska commit um, was really surprised to read that OSU is being projected as the favorite by ESPN. A uh, ESPN recruiting analyst predicted that he would flip to uh, flip his commitment to Oklahoma State. Uh, do you what do you think about Goodrich? Because Goodrich actually com- um, made a visit to OSU alongside your Annie, which is a basketball commit. He, mm-hmm. vi- he visited alongside Ani and uh, Victor Williams, a former OSU basketball star um, from the same school. What mm-hmm. do you think about Goodrich and does OSU is OSU naughty or nice there? Um, I'm gonna go nice. 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 You start. Well, you start seeing these guys going. You know, uh, we've got James Washington's gonna be first round pick and. Marcel might be a first round pick, maybe a second round pick. You start seeing these guys, you know, going to the league. Yeah. Casey Dunn wins the wide receiver coach of the year. You know, it, I mean, but seriously, it's, it, it's an attractive spot for, for wide receivers or most offensive players. Yeah. Know? I mean, I, I actually think that like he's listed as a receiver slash corner. I'm pretty sure he'd play corner, but like, you know, really? he's, he's like an athlete dude who could play anywhere. Kind of. I mean, my it's guess like, is he played corner. You get him in there and say, "Okay, well, we'll just put you in where you can play the best." I guess, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the kid has you know twenty offers: LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss, Nebraska, Iowa. List goes on and on. He committed. He decommitted mm-hmm. from Nebraska last week after uh, Nebraska fired its coach and and then hired Scott Frost, Nebraska legend. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go. I'm gonna go naughty on here. I don't think OSU has a shot. OSU hasn't even extended like an official offer. Um, I don't think it really matters because I think if he said, "Hey, I want to come to OSU," then they'd be like, "Okay, cool, yeah, we'll take you." Let's go ahead and get this paperwork going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like I don't. I I think there's a reason one that OSU hasn't offered, and two, there's a reason that he hasn't set up an official visit yet. I mean, I think he he's made an unofficial visit, but if he's serious about maybe flipping to OSU, then um then yeah i think i think there would be more interest both ways i was trying to trying to end it on a positive note yeah yeah i hate to do that gotta go all negative yeah really sad really sad he wouldn't get to play anyway tyron didn't even get to play this year so (laughs) (laughs) all the four stars and above just sit on the bench yeah you guys you guys sit over here (laughs) with james washington (laughs) sad sad all right i think we hit on everything um really interesting week ahead cox thanks for jumping on and uh doing this recruit, yes, sir. recruit thanks stuff. for having me it was fun um where can people follow you so that way anyone's listening they can follow you on the twitter sphere i am at kyle cox pfb okay Pretty simple all right and you can read cox every single day at pistolsfiringblog.com that is our home base that is where we live and breathe and die and um so yeah we will uh we will go ahead and upload this pod and it will be up shortly and uh thanks again for listening and stay tuned with pistols firing for more pistols firing recruiting coverage uh leading up to signing day just a week away so we'll probably be back here sometime before signing day i don't know which day but if something breaks something big then then we'll uh we'll pod on it so cox thanks for coming on man we'll talk to you soon yes sir thank you all right see ya See ya. See ya.